It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, disdain towards America and its founding has been growing in some quarters for years. Uh, We've seen toppled statues, the reframing of American history. We've seen more social media posts than anybody can count. But there's a bigger question beyond all of those headlines, and it's the real question. What would the world be like without the United States of America? Senior U.S. District Court Judge for the State of Utah and New York Times bestselling author Ted Stewart uh, is taking on that very question in his latest book, A World Without America, What Would Your Life Be Like If the American Revolution Had Failed? Judge Stewart, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure, Boyd. Now, let's let's dive in. This book is absolutely extraordinary, and everybody ought to put this on uh, the end of summer read list uh, or into the fall read list. Uh, I want to start with just some of your premises for the book. Uh, One of the things that jumped out to me was uh, something you pointed out as a historical fact, that the vast majority of people who've ever lived on the earth lived under tyranny. Uh, And uh, sometimes we forget that, that this little uh, experiment we're having here in America uh, is a pretty amazing thing. Well, my, my brother Chris and I have written previous books where we emphasize that very point that we are an exceptional nation. And I, at one point, I, I was giving a speech at Utah State University, and I included in it this thought, and, and, it, and it kind of came about when with this attack on the, the founding of America, the founders, the Constitution was, was really beginning. But I made the observation that, yes, if we judge those founders by today's standards of equality and justice and virtue, they fail. Uh, many of them owned slaves. Uh, none of them fought for uh, a universal suffrage within the Constitution, etc. Yeah, they they fail by today's standard. But my major point then, and I think the major point of the book is, to judge them by today's standards ignores the simple fact that if it were not for them, and the instruments of government they created there would not be modern-day standards of equality and justice Mm. and virtue by which to to judge them. Yeah, I I love that. Uh, We were highlighting, uh, of course, the the passing of uh, David McCullough, and he always described himself as a foreign correspondent, uh, not going to other countries but going to other times, and how you you don't want to be the obnoxious tourist uh, when you go to those places, and and judging people by today's standards uh, just, just doesn't quite cut it. It's easy to do. Uh, but it doesn't take you anywhere. Uh, and so let's dig into to where you take us. Uh, there's a lot of people worried about revisionists going back history. You do a, a very fascinating job of doing a projection forward history of what would have happened if the rebels of 1776 had lost the fight for freedom from Great Britain. My, uh, my uh, emphasis is to try 
try to contrast what what did happen, even in Great Britain. I'm, I, I know I, I do throw out a challenge in this book, and that is if if anyone thinks that my premises are wrong, please correct me. But but what other nation would have done what we have done in terms of creating a uh, self government and providing for expanded suffrage and ending slavery and our treatment of na- <clears throat> excuse me treatment of Native Americans and so on. There is no other nation that would have done it. And some would say, well, surely you can't ignore Great Britain. And I try to point out that even with the American experiment being a, a light on the hill to all of the world, and in particular, Great Britain, the Great Britain was very, very slow to bring about democracy. They were uh, much <clears throat> behind us, almost 100 years behind us in almost every major way in expanding self-government uh, and equality and the other things that we take for granted as a nation today. And, and frankly, I make the argument that if it, the American Revolution had failed, the Great Britain would never have gone down that path, mm-hmm. that their aristocracy, their royalty was so entrenched, so unwilling, even with America as an example to the contrary, they were so unwilling to give up their prerogatives, their uh, ability to to rule. They were so afraid of democracy. They were so afraid of equality um, that they never would have. If, in fact, America had remained a British America, we would live in a very, very different set of circumstances. Um, One other point, if if I may, Boyd, you know, oftentimes people think about if we had uh, America had lost the, the American Revolution, that our British cousins would have said, well, guys, you, you gave it your best shot. You know, you lost. Let's just be friends going forward. And I believe and I believe I can make a legitimate argument that that would simply not have happened, that the British contempt for what the Americans were doing mm-hmm. was so intense. They suffered so much during the course of the Revolutionary War that if they had ultimately been victorious, our punishment would have been extraordinary. Mm. You would have seen Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and James Madison hauled off to Great Britain, tried in a very simple trial, and probably hung, drawn, and quartered. Mm. And I used as my template for that something that had happened just 30 years before the American Revolution when a group of Scottish rebels rose up in opposition to the crown of Great Britain, and they lost, and the treatment they received, and not just the leaders, but down to the soldiers, to the merchants who supported the insurgency, there was death, hangings, beheadings, trials, and people uh, deported to places around the world, and undoubtedly the same thing would have happened to America. So we would never have had that core of individuals um, to have brought about the changes that did come about ultimately in the United States of America. Yeah, so important. And I, I love the way you frame it all. It, it is uh, almost a uh, a wonderful life uh, kind of projection forward. Uh, George Bailey being able to look back and see what ha- would have happened if he hadn't been around. Uh, and I love the way that you go through so many of these critical issues, whether it's civil liberty, slavery, Native Americans, uh, what the rest of the world would would look like, uh, where, again, tyranny has really been the dominant force and people having power over others uh, has really been the, the way things have been ruled and governed. Uh, and so I want to get just in our, our last couple of minutes here, Judge Stewart, uh, with 
the kind of the therefore what, the takeaway. Uh, there are so many things. Uh, this has got me thinking on so many levels. We're going to have to have you come back for a, a second round and to digest all of this. It is a think again kind of book uh, that I just love. But what what is your hope that readers will take away and maybe think different? Or what are the things you hope they will do different uh, after reading this new book? Well, first of all, I, I would hope that those who who have an innate love for America and a belief in its exceptionalism might have that that love and that belief reestablished, reinvigorated, uh, rehabilitated if necessary, because I think that's terribly important. But secondly, and most important, I, I would say this, that because we live in a nation that is self-governed, it is a very, very fragile government. It is unique in world history. It's precious, but it's very, very fragile. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that holds us together as a group of people who are not governed by a king or a tyrant is the common belief in certain instruments of government, in mm-hmm. certain principles, and in the exceptional nature of this nation. If we as a people, even a, um, a vocal minority of the American people, reject the Constitution, neglect and, and and ignore and reject the principles of the Declaration of Independence, and specifically that there are natural rights that must be protected. If, if that is abandoned by a large enough percentage of our population, then this nation will fail. And I'm just hoping to re, reinvigorate uh, a belief and perhaps generate some discussion that will help other people reach those same conclusions and and guarantee our future as a nation and a people. Uh, there are so many important sparks in this book that I hope will fan those flames of liberty and that uh, belief in who we are and what we can yet become uh, as a nation. Uh, Judge Ted Stewart, uh, such an extraordinary work. Uh, again, put this on your reading list, A World Without America. What would your life be like if the American Revolution had failed? Uh, Judge Stewart, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll have you back to continue to dive into this. This is a crucial conversation, and I don't care where you fall on the political spectrum. These are crucial things to think through. Just that simple question, the but if not, a world without America uh, is a very, very different place. And this is a read worth really digging into. And it might cause you to just think again. Judge, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. All right. Again, that's Judge Ted Stewart, uh, best-selling author and, of course, judge here at the U.S. District Court, judge for Utah. Uh, great insight there. We'll step aside for one last commercial break. Some final thoughts coming up for you on Inside Sources. Stick around on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.